0: Hey guys, this is John and Austin. And this is another episode of the Meat Gistics Podcast. What number, Patrick? 123. Sweet. We've been doing this for a while now. Yeah. I never thought we were going to get past episode 20 or so. So, (laughs) once again, another time you said something would work, I said it wouldn't, and I'd be wrong. All right, let's get right to the food first. Um, We'll talk a little bit about what I was doing last weekend, but I've got some delicious looking food up here for us. Uh, these are pheasant, quail, and then more quail, wrapped in prosciutto and bacon. yeah! And it's got some hatch chili uh, or the hatch cream cheese in the middle, plus sprinkled with different seasonings. Wow. So just start grabbing whatever you want. eat it um i will cut mine you can use that little black knife there i will cut mine oh that's cool with a manly knife so this is the quail forever knife has that that ever been used before nope have you washed it good point too late
1: (laughs) did you cut yourself with it though no i did not okay we made jokes
2: what you were what you sent me was a joke Uh uh-huh Man, all right, first bite. Watching oh, my him, God, that's so good. watching him make it. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, I'll be coming around in front of the camera here in a second.
0: That could be the best thing we've made. Oh. That is, mm, you have every flavor in there. So that one was either the smokehouse chicken or the wild game. Things got a little turned around on the grill, but you get some. T- you can come and grab one now. Which ones, was. uh, just grab whatever doesn't matter. Uh, you probably want a plate though. Um, <laughs> he did take two rather large ones, didn't he? I
2: took the yeah.
0: two on the end. Jeez. Who's gonna take the little baby one, right? That's kind of what I meant. Actually, um, I to find out what it is. So, these are the pheasant and the quail that I shot on our hunting trip. This is the knife, you know, how they usually do a cooler or something. As soon mm-hmm. as we got there, they had I saw these out on the table and I knew these were going to be like the cooler. So, what what happens is they auction these off. You buy one, and then you're entered into a chance to win like the gun of the night. So I saw this. I wanted it, and I wanted to, you know, make it worth Brett bringing us out there. So I went ahead and bought that. The first one is usually the cheapest. It's almost always how it works. So we're going back and forth. This guy and I, and he calls it, and. I keep going to the guy in the crowd, like looking at him and he, he keeps looking at me like, yep, you're good. You've, you have it. You have it. You have it. The auctioneer calls it to someone in the back. So we're like, what the, like, that's, you know, I won that. And the guy in the crowd was on my side. So he's like, all right, well, I guess we'll open it back up. So it went up another, like, I think $75. And then I won it. He asked the other guys, like, do you want to buy one, the next one at that price? So he said, yes. So we paid X. All eight of the rest sold on the next one. It stopped fifty dollars cheaper than what I did, fifty or twenty-five. And he did the same thing, and eight people took him up on it. What? So I paid the most for it at the first one. That's pretty max.
1: That's that never happens to the first one of those. Always, like always, is the most expensive.
0: It's because he did that thing where he sold multiple at once. Yeah. It's ridiculous
1: because yeah normally you get to like the last couple too and people are like dang it i really want in on this one so that's yeah
0: sorry i'm chewing
1: um so what was what was the gun then that was that was up for raffle i don't remember
0: don't, i didn't win it not so even don't care. Care. <laughs> so i chose number eight um paul who was our guide who is just this amazing guy amazing family ah. they own a lot of the uh irrigation systems out there um, he bought one and he chose six. So anyways, they go through, they let some kid draw it. Some little kid who was there with pass it on. So that's their only saving grace. Cause other than that, I was like, why are we bringing, like, why are we letting a child into this with <laughs> knives and guns? This is a manly thing. So he draws it and the guy looks at him and goes, "Uh Oh, we've got a, um, a problem here. And as soon as he said that, I knew I didn't win cause I didn't eat. There's nothing you can confuse with an eight. I knew it was either a six or a nine. And our buddy Paul had bought the six. So I turned around, I looked at him. I'm like, oh, we're close. So going back and forth, some girl walks by. He shows it to her. And she's like, oh, that's definitely a nine. What? what? And that was it. That's what we went with. Oh, Everyone was like, oh, uh, I was like telling Paul, I'm like, if I was you, I would have been up there. Like They would have at least had to explain it to me how that happened and shown me like what it, it was at
1: least have the six and the nine come up and like look at the two see which one it looks closest to and if they if it's obvious if not then like we'll put those in a hat and then pull one out uh-huh. that that yeah. stinks yeah that delegate yes yeah.
2: is it a b or a q like what are we talking about
0: so lots of kind of annoyance there the next night you know we all bought how i won the gun last night or last time was uh You buy some tickets, and they have like X number of guns. First winner gets to choose. Second winner gets to choose. So they just start calling people's names. They're drawing and reading like just the name off the back, not the ticket number. So people are yelling at the guy like, hey, read the number because nobody trusts you that you're just, you know, not. So he's like, I don't need any help, blah, blah, blah. and Collusion. And uh, he drew his own name. No. Yes. Ooh. Now, to be fair, he did say like, "Okay, we'll we'll raffle that one off again at the end of the night." But at that point, like everybody, like you look around at every table, nobody was happy. Like everybody was like, "I don't know about this." Now I'm sure it was all in the up and up because what you know? Why would they? But yeah. Plus the um the guy who was drawing it doing that was Paul's son-in-law or cousin or something like that. And I, I trust him implicitly, like great family, just down to earth. People, awesome people took us out hunting pheasant for, for two days. Um, First day, too many dogs getting too far up and busting quail way up. I shot terribly admittedly. Um, I did get one quail, on day one and then as I'm walking back from getting that quail do you remember the story of uh, me and Allie where it flew right over my head and I missed it hmm. now so last year Allie and I were in a field one started coming up and was flying right over me and I saw Allie draw and I'm like no I got it I got it and I missed it twice <laughs> it was basically a repeat of that it just came up just from my left there was a hill right to my right so it had to climb probably like 30 feet in the air to get over that hill. Nope. Missed it twice. Oh, man. So I will not be bringing uh, uh, my over-under again next year. I'm going to buy a a semi-automatic. Second day shot way better. There are way fewer dogs, so I didn't have to worry what was in the background. Your dad gave me a good tip. Unfortunately, he gave it to me after we were done um, saying, look at the sky, don't look at the dogs. And that makes sense to me, but I never even thought of that. Um, So yeah, so we got a bunch of quail the second day. Um, we didn't shoot at anywhere near the number of pheasants we shot at last year. Like last year they planted all the fields that we walked. I don't think they planted any cause we probably saw maybe five or six roosters the entire time. And one of them was that one that I missed so embarrassingly. Yeah,
1: that stinks. Well, uh, no, uh, it
0: was still a great time.
1: So you weren't hunting with like everyone. There was obviously multiple groups. Do you know how many total people
0: went out to this thing? I'm gonna guess in the over over 800,
1: 800, yeah. Holy moly, that's guess. a lot bigger than I thought.
0: Yeah, oh but yeah, I, it's like a, you take a, a hotel um, convention room and it filled it up. I mean, it Kay. was it was big. Now I'm also bad at estimations, so that could be way off. Um, oh. And Taylor did win uh something so our table wasn't complete losers he entered this like mystery ammo box thing and he won that the guy goes taylor gun this handwriting looks ridiculous i can't read this so <laughs> oh it was, my gosh
2: that was pretty funny anything to try i mean to you, dig yeah you guys weren't trying to so let c- you win at all but i was going to ask really quick what do you think the average lifespan of a pheasant is Ooh, four years I was gonna say like five to seven. It's okay. a good one. Well, in the wild, it's only three. Oh, but if, but if John's shooting at him, it's eleven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you heard that joke somewhere? No,
2: it's not. No, I swear to God, that's in 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 the wild. They only live three years. But if they were like in someone's pet, they'd live up to eighteen years potentially. Oh wow, that's interesting. So a lot of pheasants are safe now because John was out there pointing his gun at him.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I shot much better the second day. <laughs> much, much better. Yeah, so, you, um, all right. So, so we're doing that. Have a great time. Um, the two guys who came with me, we had the silent auction thing, and we wanted to show your dad some appreciate What do you got? Oh, uh, uh, he's okay. got a pellet. Funkshot? No, just a tooth. I cracked a tooth. Did you really? Not like I actually cracked oh, it. But okay, I can't find it now. There is shot just shell in swallow me. it down. It's be a, a little, it.
2: it's
0: a little bit of lead. You'll be fine. It might even be some bone from it. Honestly. Just beak. No, no. Eat the lead. It's good for you. yep that's a shot.
1: Is it lead? Because
0: I really don't. Oh want no, it's probably steel. Playing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That got through. That must have been one of the ones they cleaned. Clearly not one of the ones we cleaned. We would have caught that.
1: Not a very round shot. Like either I bit it. And deformed it? Yeah. Or deformed when it hit the bird?
0: I probably deformed when it hit the bird. I mean, they have some bones, enough to get that soft. You're going to be okay? Okay, cool. Um, all right. So do that. Have a great time. Uh, we do a, a, a silent auction. We want to show your dad you know, our appreciation for going out there or taking us out there. So he loves those ammo boxes. So there's an ammo box. I see that. I talk to these guys or to the guys I was with, and I'm like, "Hey, will you throw in on me?" And we all agree, "Yep." And then we hear your dad talking about how he really wanted this Purina dog like thing. So Colton's like, "Okay, well we'll do that. And we'll stop bidding on the the ammo box." I'm like, "Great, sounds good." Nobody bids on the ammo box after our final <laughs> bid, so he ended up getting them both. You got so both. we won both of them. So oh, that's great. Taylor um, was. Like maybe the last person to buy a ticket to that mystery box. So I I am thinking maybe next year I'm going to change up the way I do things. I might wait to spend money till the very 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 end.
1: So, uh yeah. Was it like something where you bought something? They just put the ticket in. Yep. It was just a straight it? ticket one. Okay. I mean l- usually on like raffles, uh, like Witched Off Forever, they have like a hundred different raffles out. And uh, tons of people buy tickets. Those buckets, they start to fill up. Mm -hmm. I I do not put in, like, at the beginning. I wait till like, three-fifths, four-fifths of the way through things, and then then throw in. Don't you
0: think they mix them up first? No. You don't think they get? No. There's that. We have to go back to this, though, because (laughs) the addition of prosciutto, like I've had one now with prosciutto and without, makes a world of difference. The prosciutto... Knocks this out of the park.
1: Did you just not put prosciutto on the quail?
0: I uh, some of these were quail as well, so no. these four were pheasant. These ones were quail. Okay. Um, I just stopped using prosciutto when I ran out of it. It stayed on
2: nicely, though, I compared did. to like bacon. Like, I mean, not that the bacon wasn't, but it just you'd almost think it wasn't on there. It was mm. so tightly sealed. Did you, did you have to toothpick them? Nope. No,
0: mm, that's good. No, just wrapped them. I think the prosciutto helped hold the bacon. So, all right, so all that happens, have a great time, drive home, I'm exhausted, just tired, and so we're going to try something new here that we've not tried before. I'm going to show you... Oh, that was close, John. I caught it by hand, just baby. hit the big knife,
1: that's what, a 10, 12-inch blade? I think it's 10 about killed me with it i did what are you talking if anything the 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 people listening on the podcast they don't know they can't see i'm going to describe
0: it as icy fit (laughs) we gotta bleed i hit the the edge or the handle was hanging over the edge i hit the edge but then i it flipped up and i caught it so if anything manly all (laughs) right so we're going to show a video of one of the dumbest things i've ever done i have never done this before (laughs) and always kind of laughed at people who did and was like amazed at how could that happen
1: this isn't anything that by showing your boss
0: is gonna like tie my hands and make me fire you nope okay nope although it did happen in a work truck so okay all right (laughs) patrick's coming up too and then we will include this video go to youtube to watch it if you want to watch it because oh my gosh there's me No. Yep. No. So what my worst nightmare. <laughs> what they're looking at is me desperately trying to reattach the hose to the gas pump. The gas pump. I drove off without taking the gas oh, pump out. Yes. Now here's the good news. It is a uh, breakaway, so not the end of the world. Here are some photos of that they took of me um, as it's happening. There's the gas station attendant coming out and saying, uh, "So it is, yeah." Okay, I get it. It's not, again. it's not your vehicle. So there's me being, "Oh God, what did I do?" <laughs> For some reason, a hunting dog came over, like to point out, like, "Oh, hey, I found the idiot. He's over here." So, man, that is amazing. So this girl comes out, <laughs> the attendant. And she's like, I mean, right? it's my first day. I don't know what to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Both of you. Guys. And
0: I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to drive away. I'm like, go find whoever you need to find or whatever. I'll pull around over here. <laughs> so I pull around over there and the guy comes out and he's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. He's like, I got to charge you. I'm like, I totally understand that. I'm like, that's fine. And he's making a huge deal out of it. So I'm like, okay, this might end up being pretty expensive. Uh-oh. It cost me 75 bucks. No, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Wait. And... I, I will say this. If I do have a good quality, it is, I feel like I'm very able to laugh at myself. Yeah. <laughs> so I was laughing like as soon as we got in the car. <laughs> That's the I, only way to take that scenario. What else are you going to do? Yeah.
2: You, you'll double down and look like a bigger jerk if you're like, oh, well, they and shouldn't he, have done that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just nope. an accident. I think, and everyone thinks about it as soon as they're pulling away. I double, triple, quadruple check. Dude, I got all the way home the other day. I didn't even. Put the gas cap back on, apparently. So yeah. I, I got it to the car. I was like, who's siphoning gas out of my car? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so I, I get it. So funny. Did, did it spill gas all over? No, it's a breakaway. So it just it's like a actual connector designed for a certain amount of pressure just to pull. Did you get a and receipt? And then it blocks it. Oh, like, I, I did.
2: Feel, I feel like that guy just goes, yeah, that's seven. No, I got a receipt bucks, for it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Man. I didn't know that, though.
0: Now I'm really going to check. I'm not paying... Good luck, guys. See you later. Well, hold Bye. on. Because we were talking about it, and it had happened to one of the two guys we hunted with. And he's like, <laughs> I did it at Quick Trip. And they were like, nope. Is your car okay? All right. You're fine. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. Ah. So this was like this. Was it Sinclair? I think it was the one with the dinosaur. That's Sinclair, right? Yeah. Um, Interesting. It was a smaller one. It might not even have been Sinclair. Um, it's probably the place where you like. It cat- probably a bigger deal to them. So I was just like, You got to take a
2: giant Two by four to the bathroom with you kind of place. No, but
0: (laughs) we stopped there on the way there, on the way back, just how it ran. Um, And somebody had obviously like kicked down the bathroom door at one point. Like the (laughs) the lock was all broken. (laughs) Anyways. All right. So that, I think, is everything from my trip. Had a great time. Got invited to use this guy's cabin. Um, And we'll 100% be taking him up on that. Your father was actually talking about it being a good distance between here and Colorado for other things, so. Mm -hmm. yep. Should be awesome. Okay, what else we got? It is Wednesday today, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, Um, so this will be released on Friday, which is Black Friday, and we have a ton of sales going. Thanks, Black Monday sales, best time of the year. Okay, what's our bigger sale, this or 13 Days of Christmas? I'm gonna keep eating these, so if you Mm -hmm. want more, you better jump in.
2: I, I I don't know. I mean, it's there. Yeah. Go different. ahead. Sorry to interrupt, John or Austin. But John, how dare you? We have a, a sale going on right now, and you're going to tell people that we have a potential another sale happening within a month.
0: That's why I'm not great at my job. <laughs>
2: they 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 both have differences to
1: them. Usually, I mean, we don't run the same exact sale with like this site. Like, I don't know. Fair point. The same exact items on sale and bigger or smaller discounts. We try to change it up, make things different. And they these are the two sales, this, the Thanks Black Monday, and then the 12, 13 Days of Christmas. Um, those are the two biggest sales mm-hmm. of the year. I mean, we don't do, I would say they're equal to each other. They're just, they usually have different items and maybe some different types of promotions,
2: but Fair point. equal in opportunity. I think we see what people like throughout the year um, and then uh, around Christmas time, because the, the, the biggest difference is that that item goes on sale that day and then goes for the duration. So obviously just doing some simple deduction, you're just like, okay, <laughs> the, the items on sale last are the biggest
0: of discounts because they only want them on sale for like- They're three. not always necessarily even the biggest discounts sometimes. And specifically this year on both of them, uh, this and the Christmas sale is going to be to protect some stock. Yes. Because <laughs> we have been in a position where we've had enough stock for a length of time that I think has almost made us forget that we have to- Protect stock. Yeah. So good. Can you question. get it again? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that one hurt. Oh no. Austin's getting nailed here. I can actually see the little look look in your meat where you bit into it. Do you see that little bump? <laughs> right, right there. There. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's his tooth. Right well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that one hurt a little bit. You might need to bite just bite two. Like soft I chew aggressively <laughs> you need to stop doing that because you're gonna lose a tooth and then I'm no gonna point. be upset try that that is just quail that I flattened out and put um the moho on now actually I didn't just put the moho on any of this it all marinated overnight in Argentinian barbecue which I'm liking more and more yes that actually was really good
2: please don't get another <laughs> <laughs> i mean you, you flatten those out though right points. so it's like we didn't we didn't hear any metal on metal he's no joking. he didn't get he's one joking. Out. oh my god did oh you hear my that my god did you hear that uh-oh did you really break a teeth i don't know oh my god i heard that from right, over spit here spit that out <laughs> 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 oh man you guys are living. You need my, to stop eating. You guys are both living my nightmares with your gas I've thing. I've
0: eaten four of them and had nothing. Austin's eaten yeah, two I'm, and a half, and
2: I'm two for two. Unless I just swallowed it whole, but is that okay? <laughs> I'm just unlucky, apparently.
1: Mike, <laughs> I need to go home and just go to bed. I shouldn't probably not do anything the rest of the day. That
2: is just in case, like I get he- hit by a truck. Well, or, geez. I mean, if,
0: if that's gonna happen, it's
2: gonna happen on the way home. John will probably hit you with his truck or something. So i have never done. Here, Here's 75 bucks. I know the going rate.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. So uh, live stream starts on Monday. We're doing it at 12 o'clock. It's going to go from 12 to at least five, probably five. Uh, we have some guests coming on. Um, we're going to have some flash sales. We're going to have coupons like exclusive use. Um, also, check your email. If you're listening to this podcast, you better be subscribed to our newsletter because we sent out a coupon code yesterday for 10% off storewide. Anything that's not on sale. Plus, we've got free shipping on any order over $100 going right now. So get on all of that. Uh, During the live stream, we're going to have a 600-pound scale, patty maker, 20-pound mixer, tumblers, knives, Leather aprons, excuse me, and more, um, as giveaway items. So we will have things that we're constantly doing to entertain ourselves and you. So, good, good. Uh, we have some meet six reward stuff. Um, I ran this today, uh, Rafter W you get your hat. I've already emailed you on that. Austin finally qualified for a board. Um, So I get another one? Nope. Dave and AZ, congratulations on your MeatJistics board. Uh, John's Brewhouse and Gus get knives. And LKR Fletcher gets his MeatJistics OGO shirt. So pretty awesome for all those guys. Do we have anything else we want to talk about before we get to Meat Matters?
1: Um Jumping back to the Thanks Black Monday thing, the only other thing I remembered, but I forgot to go do the due diligence I was supposed to do, okay. but we'll still we'll do it one way or another. We'll, we'll give away a bunch of gift cards on the mm. Thanks Black Monday live stream as well. So we will have tons of opportunities for people to get stuff. So yeah, make sure you watch and you're paying attention because we'll be drawing all kinds of names for people to win free stuff.
0: I can't get over how good this prosciutto is with this bacon. Those two things. How have I never eaten them together before? Oh, maybe this is
2: a good question uh, for on the podcast. But we touched on it earlier about the prosciutto that you get at certain places. How there's like a mm-hmm. a grit or a salt or a sawdust kind of material.
0: But yeah, maybe you could dive into explain what that oh, exactly nope. is. Nope, oh, we can but, ask about it. <laughs> yes, we're having Dylan ah, on sweet. the live stream, so we should write that down because I did ask him at one point and he explained what it was, and I forgot. Cause I'm but, sure it's something that <laughs>
2: happens after the fact, right? Maybe even after packaging, I'm not sure. So. Could be. Drawn out of the meat. We need to take guesses now. So what Patrick's talking
0: about is on when you buy some cheaper prosciutto, like from Aldi's or something, often it'll have like a sand <laughs> yes. texture right, right, right. on the outside of it. It's very annoying. Not enough to make me not no, yeah. buy or eat it, but it is annoying. Hmm. I asked Dylan about it and he explained it once, but we'll ask him during the live stream. Good one, Patrick. Good. Okay. All right, we got anything else? I'll be like Costanza. That's my time. Thanks, everybody. Get out of here. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to Meat Matters. All right. Um, The first one we've got, why are all my ones opening from last week? Or is this this week? Did we talk about the gut microbe? Nope. That's this week. Okay. Sweet. All right. So the first one is uh, cow and heifer slaughter implications for the uh, cattle industry. It's from Beef Magazine. So if you look at that graph, right there. Um, scroll down. I think it should be somewhere in there. Uh, we're expected to see a drop of four to 5% in the beef herd. Now, to put that in perspective, that'd be the greatest drop since 1985 and 1986. That is worrisome. So get ready for the price of beef. Somewhat surprisingly, I read an article today, and we'll talk about it later, that The price of beef has actually dropped as compared to what it was this time last year, but that is going to change because if we're down four or five, that that might not sound like a lot, but that is a huge amount.
1: Yeah. Usually things like that, like are not just like a, a one for one, whereas, Oh, if supplies down 4%, so prices may go up 4%. There's usually like a, uh, exponential factor to it, yep. where if you yeah, you decrease or increase by a few percentage points, you're going to have price changes that
0: are a multiple of that. Now, that's even assuming that, we, that our government allows the beef herd to recover. They've been trying to get us to eat less beef for who, lo- who knows how long now. They could easily just implement more and more restrictions and prevent that herd from recovering.
1: You'd hope not. You'd think that with everything that that happened through COVID and the issues with the big processors that, um, I mean, the the government did do some things trying to prop up the meat industry. You would hope that they kind of continue in that route and they at least don't do things to hurt the meat industry. Because even even for the people out there that don't like what we do and the industry we're in, like it's still such a massive part of the overall food supply yeah. in the U S you can't just change
0: that overnight. It would take decades. And if you want to keep people like me happy and not aggressive, you better <laughs> allow me to get as much beef as I want. Cause if you really start trying to restrict the amount of beef I'm allowed to eat, that's how we get revolution.
1: John is passionate and he, yeah, he, I don't want to be around him. No. If things start going or, going crazy or you do.
0: Yeah, I guess the, I'm it actually the that. perfect person yeah. to have around in that. If that happens. All right. Next one is a uh, gut microbiome helps social skills develop in the brain. Now, my note on this, and this is why children or people who raise their children vegans should be put in jail, is a nice callback to last week. <laughs> but this is actually really interesting. What they did is they took um, zebrafish. So they genetically modified some zebra fish so that you could see through them th- up to a certain age. They then bred some with no gut microbiome, right? So they were bred to have no bacteria, no nothing in their guts. They immediately inoculated a batch of them, and then they waited a week and inoculated the other ones. Then they let them grow just as normal. The ones that they immediately inoculated grew up to act just like all zebrafish they expect. They form in uh, shoals between, I think said something like four and 18 fish. They follow like predictable patterns as they're swimming. The other ones that for a week spent no or had no gut microbiome acted like psychopaths. Like they did nothing like they were expected to do. You could even see like their swimming patterns were all erratic and crazy. And they did give them like a healthy gut microbiome. It was just that week in development that changed something in their brain to the point where they're like, all right, well, we're not gonna act like zebrafish act. I found that fascinating
1: that's interesting or do, does does that i don't know does that have any impact i mean it could have an impact long term on like food supply because kind of going back to like a like the raw basics like survival of the fittest
0: yeah
1: or yeah what would that do but that's just weird it, what and yeah then apply that to get past animals apply it to humans and that's for sure creepy yeah but i want does it apply to humans we're talking about
0: fish here does it oh i would imagine there's crossover now what would how you would get a child with no gut microbiome i don't know that that's possible like either breast milk or formula is going to start imparting that right away so i don't know if that's possible but it, it does show a good um correlation between the health of your gut and the health of your brain. Yeah. So very, very important, especially in developing minds. So that's cool. Do not let people convince you to raise your child vegan. Uh, next one is from The Guardian. It says McDonald's and Walmart beef suppliers criticized for reckless antibiotic use. Um, says suppliers of beef to McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Walmart are sourcing meat from the U.S. farms that use antibiotics linked to the spread of dangerous superbugs an investigation is found. Unpublished U.S. government records obtained by the Bureau of (laughs) Investigative Journalism and The Guardian show farms producing beef... For meat packing firms, Cargill, JBS, and Green Bay, I'd never even heard of that firm before, are risking public health by still using antibiotics classified as highest priority critically important to human health.
1: Do I, I've never never really asked this before? I don't know if you saw it in the article, but does the things that they're treating like cows for with antibiotics? Is that the same bacteria that would infect us with some sort of sickness? No. So, because a lot of diseases don't cross its species or even further out in the, the classes of different animals. But
0: what makes this dangerous, this practice, though, is the possibility of breeding a type of bacteria that is resistant to that, that grows in them and then jumps to us. So most bacteria can't do that, but there are some that can. Okay. So that's the danger here. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It's a little bit, not six and one half dozen in the other, but like, what do you want them to do? I mean, they have to, they don't have to. Some of those antibiotics are some of the best tools that they have available to keep the cattle healthy, but I mean, it does run a risk. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a curious one or not curious, but it's a odd one. Uh, Next one is, the dream of plant-based meat in fast food may already be dead. Um, I would argue that it very much already is dead. Uh, But this week, Bloomberg surfaced photos from beyond. No, sorry, wrong one. Uh, Plant-based proteins in fast food are up against several obstacles that stop them from ever fully taking off. Brian Yarbrough of Edward Jones told Insider. He said it's very hard to convert meat eaters to plant-based meats. Uh, part of the hesitancy is due to the higher prices of the plant-based proteins. An impossible breakfast sandwich at Starbucks in Rochester, New York is $1.50 more expensive than the equivalent with real sausage. A price increase of 35%. I'm not paying 35% to eat something I want less. Like That's just not going to happen. I saw a really cool thing the other day that was talking about Panda Express. So Panda Express Came out with all these health food, not health food items, but like healthier choice items. And at customer request, like people were requesting this stuff, and then never ordering it. <laughs> They're like, "What is going on?" Because they, you know, they'd remove a menu item and then get a compl- like get complaints about it. It's like, well, you people aren't buying it. So they talked to an economist, and what he had them do, and I don't know if this is all Panda Expresses or just some. When you walked in, there would be an angel. Line and a devil line. So the angel line would be like, if you want to eat healthy, go this way. We're going to show you our health food items. And if you want to be indulgent, go this way and we'll show you that. And doing that increased their sales of their like healthier options by something like 65%. Hmm. So they forced them right away to make the choice. As soon as you walk in, all right, you're going to eat healthy or you're going to be like you normally eat? And that seems to have done something. Interesting. Right? I yeah. thought that was pretty... That's pretty fascinating. Um, Then we have another one, unfortunately, on uh, Beyond Meat. It says, Beyond Meat's mold outbreak is one of many stumbles. Um, So this week, Bloomberg surfaced photos from Beyond Meat's Pennsylvania plant allegedly showing evidence of mold, listeria, and other food food safety issues. Products from the plant tested positive for listeria 11 times between the second half of last year and the first half of this year. How are they not shut down? If that was a beef processing plant, they'd probably be shut down. 11 times is a serious. So I, I can't
1: actually get into the article because it's behind a paywall. Um, so I can't How read did it let me
0: in? That's interesting because I actually oh. copied directly from the article.
1: Yeah. Um, but I've never looked before who is actually in control of inspection inside of Beyond Meats facilities or Impossible. That's a good question. All those different places. Is it the USDA? It, are they under the same exact requirements that a meat facility is? Or are they more under like FDA? Are they, they can't be running under, they couldn't be running under a state deal because you're crossing, they're crossing
0: state lines. Um, we will find that out and get back though. Cause that is an interesting Question. I think he's looking it up now. Uh, as he's doing that, I'll continue to read. Um, it says internal reports from the company reveal that substances such as wood, metal, and plastic have been found in the food from the plant. The most recent Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture inspections of the facility. So maybe that's what it is. It might be statewide. Um, in March and September 2022, found no instances of nonconformance with regulations and remain in good standing with the department. So seems like they've turned. Their act around,
1: yeah. So if that's the case. They're they're not being inspected by the USDA. That's just that's just gonna boil my blood a little bit more just because thinking about labeling requirements and what we talk about when they when when non meat products get labeled with meat names. Mm-hmm. If you're taking all that benefit and you still you're not playing by the same rules that the rest of us do through through the USDA and and every process and and system you have to follow. I wonder if they even have to follow HACCP. Okay. I bet they don't have to follow HACCP then.
0: But by not having to follow those strict rules and not being USDA inspected, at least we think, we don't know, can't say that for sure, they're having all these problems, right? Yeah. So the meat industry is far more heavily regulated, but they have upped their game to match that, making a better product. These plant-based meats, if they don't have to do that, then why would they do that and then they'll continue to have issues like this let's also not forget this is the company where the ceo bit a man's nose off earlier this year so yeah but clearly the, some issues
1: yeah but the meat industry has their own issues the tyson oh, <laughs> CFO. Yeah. how
2: did we not talk about that <laughs>
1: the tyson cfo got or, or woke up in some random person's house <laughs> <laughs> If you're if you're that high up in a company, I hope you're and then he was
0: taking a little more care of your image. He wasn't sure how he got there. Um, police came, obviously, because the lady was like, "Why are you in my house?" <laughs> yeah, and then he tried to go back to bed. It's like, no, I don't want to deal with you guys. I'm going to go back to sleep. Thanks.
1: Yeah, that's a mess.
0: It's a very John in college type of response you find anything
1: nope i haven't found anything so far well that means
0: they're not inspected by the usda it would be out there
1: yeah i don't see anything that really says either way the only thing i'm finding is is that everything talks about just meat and poultry it doesn't specify anything about alternative proteins so
0: i don't know yeah i would bet not okay Moving on, Uh, Indiana farmers experience long waits for meat processing. So a a lot of people went straight to the farmer, which helps the farmer and helps the local economy a little bit better, said Indiana farmer, Dwayne Plummer. People are realizing they need to secure their food source. It sure has. I think it's been a boom for us. If there's a silver lining to the last couple of years, that's it in my mind, that more people are considering how they're gonna secure their food source, how they're gonna keep feeding them and their family with uh, healthy foods instead of a bunch of stuff with glyphosates and other poisons, seed oils in it. That's my new big thing is seed oils. Seed so oils? Just FYI. Okay. Um, but right now in Indiana, it's a wait time of at least six months to get a cattle in for slaughter. So we're starting to see longer times again. That, seemed, that was a huge problem at the beginning of the pandemic for people who don't know is people could not get their beef or even their, their hogs slaughtered. they were experiencing year and a half, uh, just insane wait times. Now, some of that from talking to industry insiders, some of that was certain processing places, just not really wanting to work with certain ranchers. They're like, they would give them a ridiculous date being like, go somewhere else. Like now it's gonna be two years. Um, but I mean, a good amount of that is they legitimately were that busy. So Fairly interesting. Um, all right. Now I, this one is going to be really important or not important. Really. I don't know how I feel about it. Um, so snap now accepted at the meat plant. So it says the looped square company is now accepting snap payments. So snap is like EBT. Um, I really don't know how I feel about this. I mean, on one hand, I, I, I want those people to eat better and more healthy, that if they keep eating just sugary junk, it's going to be worse for them in the long term. On the other hand, I work very hard for my ability to have steak and eat what I, you know, I don't love the fact that somebody's just getting that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's so hard that I, I don't know what the answer is to all that because, I mean, you would think that if if that that program should be shouldn't be utilized for like going to the a, a five star dining restaurant mm-hmm. something like that, but it shouldn't be something where it's like here you need to re- eat rice and beans every day. Right there has there needs to be some sort of middle ground. But how do how do you
0: classify and quantify? I either way, it's a smart move in my opinion, at least by the Loop Square Company. I think it's intelligent of them to be like, yeah, we'll do this. Sure, yeah. I'm sure it's probably a little bit more work on their back end for them, but it's it's the right business decision for oh, sure. Yeah. If you for
1: if sure. you can do it, you yeah. Uh, there there's a large market out there. Uh, there's a lot of people that that use that program. Yeah. and there's a lot of dollars that that can be had.
0: <laughs> and to be clear, this is uh, in Oklahoma. I don't know if Loop Square is in more locations than one, but they, this is their Oklahoma plant. But um, do you have anything else on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, investigators, uh, firm that cleans meat plants employed minors. <laughs> <laughs> I just found this story. Fun. Like I had jobs in high school where I worked overnight shifts. So let me read it. A uh, Wisconsin company that cleans hundreds of meatpacking plants nationwide is defending itself against allegations that it employed more than two dozen Miners working overnight shifts, cleaning massive saws, grinding machines, and other dangerous processing equipment at three slaughterhouses. Labor department officials said in court documents that they believe Packer Sanitation Services Incorporated might be employing underage workers at other plants, but investigators have only just started reviewing thousands of pages of employee records at plants besides the ones in Nebraska and Minnesota, where they confirmed teenagers were working through the middle of the night sanitizing slaughterhouses before heading back to high school in the morning. Okay. I never worked a job and then went right into to school from that. So, yeah, uh, I guess I that is different than what I was doing. They, they're saying these kids were working overnight and then heading to school.
1: I'm looking to see if... It's like the old child labor laws. Child labor laws apply to a family business if you're in the family.
0: If you're in the family, no.
1: Okay. Just making sure. Because I'm going to say... I probably could have violated.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I never worked like overnight shifts, but uh, I don't know if that. Know there, there are things here that we cannot have certain people do right. that we have hired because we do we do hire uh, high school help, yeah. um, college help. Um, so
0: let me guess what they can't do. They can't drive the forklift.
1: Yeah, they can't do that.
0: They can't. I mean, we don't run any heavy equipment here. Like if we were to run like a big slicer or something, they couldn't run that, but we don't. Yeah. And what else can't they do?
1: Basically anything that's, that's electrical, that's machinery, um, can't sharpen knives, can't sharpen grind, grinder plates because we sense. actually, yep. we, we, we were going to do that at one time um, and then realized uh, one of the one of the kids we were going to have do, it was like 17. And I was like, uh, no, Sorry, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't do this. Definitely not. Um, Mo, you can't have a 16, 17 year old what? kid Mo. What age did you start mowing when you were long? Oh, uh, seven, six. when I was like six. Okay. Like we had, I, I, yeah, when I moved out from from
0: the You first moved out house. at six o'clock no, no. or six at...
1: We moved out Austin's from the like, first house I lived in. I'm not five in. anymore. I'm out of here. We moved out from the first house we lived in when I was uh seven. And like the last couple years we were there, um I could barely do it, but I could I was so small, like I would sit on like the riding lawnmower and like I couldn't hardly keep the seat down. Right, It would be just enough, but as soon as I would hit a bump, like I would pop up, and the mower yeah. would start to die yeah, and then yeah. I'd hit again. Yeah. But I I uh, would do the riding lawn mower then. And then once we moved out of there, moved to town, we had a, a city lot and then I'd push mow. Push mow,
0: yeah. So, so we had a push mower and I I think I started doing it when I was like eight. And my neighbor used to always make fun of me because they had the like self-propelled, Or I'd have to push mine. So (laughs) they'd laugh because I'd be like almost vertical trying to get it to go forward. But yeah, I can't let a 16 year old mow. If a 16 year old isn't responsible enough to mow, send them back. Like just, <laughs> you start over like until you're responsible enough at 16. And Do like a
1: Billy Madison type of thing where you, you, you go <laughs> wow. back, you go back to kindergarten. You got to work your
0: way through every grade in two weeks. Do you ever worry about the fact that if you went back to like grade school now, there'd be a ton of stuff that you just don't remember and don't know?
1: Nah, I'm really good at like figuring things out. Like,
0: yeah, that's fair. I just, that's fair. But if, you, if, if when, someone gave you like a seventh-grader's history test, how do you think you'd do on it?
1: Oh, that wouldn't be... I take the back. There's a lot of things that I would do poorly at. Okay. Because, um, yeah. there's No some studying, stuff like that no nothing. I would, just here's the test. If it was anything like, like problem-based, I'd be fine. If it was like, how do you spell this? How do you do this math problem? Here's some science mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but if it was yeah you have to remember something in history or what's the proper grammar for this oh yeah that'd be terrible for me
0: i'd 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 not i'd be better at history than grammar for sure Mm -hmm. for sure to the point where, do you remember when my spell check got changed to like English <laughs> English? Yeah. And Austin got so mad at me. He's like, that's not, that's the wrong marinade. I'm like, no, my spell is telling me it is. I know that. And I think what finally like was the last straw was theater with the E at the end. I was like, OK, but this isn't correct. Something is clearly wrong. Anyways, sorry, moving on. You started spelling color with a U. <laughs> uh, Senator Cory Booker's new bill to rein in big meat explained. So I got really excited at that headline, but I should have known because it's Vox and it's honestly, it, it's Cory Booker. Um, so the the next, the first line in it is meat production is dangerous for animals, obviously. <laughs> I mean, Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Way to state the obvious. Like they they surgically article. remove the meat, stitch it up, and let it back out. Um, yeah, maybe
1: that's the future of farming. Can we bioengineer animals that can regrow muscles and organs? Shed them? Yeah. And we just like cut off uh, on a pig, cut off the bacon, and then it regrows a new one.
0: That would be an awesome Black Mirror episode, and we should we should check that out. Patrick has been out of the room. New Black Mirror episode where we genetically engineer animals to be able to regrow cuts. Like, you want bacon, you take the bacon off this pig and he starts regrowing that. Oh, jeez. I'm a patent. Day. Horrifying. I'm a Horrifying. But uh, <laughs> so meat production is dangerous for animals and people who slaughter them. Cory Booker's new bill aims to change that. So, if this passes, just. It's going to be more regulation, which means higher cost on everything. Like I said, the government is trying to get you to eat less beef and more soy. Fight back against that with everything you have. Go hunt, harvest your own animals. Do not eat the bugs. Um, All right, next one is higher prices urge some consumers (laughs) to make holiday meat substitutions. But this is a little bit interesting because last year... It was 88 cents a pound for a hen, a turkey. And this year it's 97 cents a pound. Uh, It was 89 for a tom and this year it's 95 cents. So an increase of what, like 15%, something like that. Ham was 53 cents last year and it's a dollar this year. Ham almost doubled in costs, but um Anderson who also said at the recent USDA weekly retail report from grocery stores for a host of items showed ribeye roasts were 9.79 per pound compared to 10.73 last year rack of lamb was 16.99 per pound compared to 17.20 last year and wholesale ribeye steaks averaged 10.48 per pound last week compared to 11.49 a pound at the same time last year so the one I really care about, beef, is coming down. I don't know that I'm concerned. I mean, I don't really ever buy ham. Um, and I don't really eat turkey. So the bad part is chicken is going up too, and I eat a disgusting amount of chicken. I
1: understand that. It says ham almost doubled. The only thing I've seen that has been like reasonable lately has been pork.
0: Yeah, uh, pork butts were on sale somewhere for 88 cents a pound recently. Uh-huh. Text posted that on yeah. Meat sticks,
1: but I had I had a a panic moment this weekend. I sent you a yeah it was this weekend. I don't know, sometime in the last week. I think it was this weekend. Sent you you a text. You and text. Um, uh, I thought that whole duck was cheaper
2: than no. chicken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was looking at something wrong, but duck was it was less expensive than I thought. Okay. Still, it was between depending on the place, three to three fifty a pound for duck. And like chicken goes from like a dollar 50 on the cheapest side up to three bucks a pound depending upon what you get. Right. Um, but still like that almost, it kind of blows my mind that chicken is like at least that close to
0: duck. It's gotten insane. Yeah. It has gotten insane. I mean, the avian flu uh, problem definitely didn't help things. I mean, they called. Uh, at one point, I think we were at eight or nine million. I think it was eight or nine, but that included turkeys too, but I mean still that's mostly chicken, so the price of chicken is obviously just gonna go up based on that but yeah, uh chicken's no longer like uh necessarily a cheap meal like you used to be able to walk out of even Dylan's with chicken breasts at like a dollar forty nine a pound dollar nineteen a pound sometimes. I haven't seen it less than $1.99 a pound in a very long time. Fresh chicken breast, obviously I'm talking about, not frozen. Three, what is it right now? Three bucks a pound, two ninety nine. Oh my good Lord. So about, well, actually it was in September because I bought it for her for her birthday. I bought my wife 80 pounds of chicken breast. And all I can ever think about when I say that is uh, Scrooged with Bill Murray. Have you seen that movie? Where they go back and he's seeing his father give him a ham roast, or not a ham roast, a a rib roast for Christmas. And Bill Murray starts crying and he's just like, I, I just am touched by the lovely sentiment of the value. I bought her other things. That's, that's not whatever. But I haven't been paying that much attention to chicken. It's gone up basically another dollar. My God. That's insane. That is insane. I'm going to bring that up to her tonight and get some more credit for being smart. Cuz I don't get that very often. Usually still, I get things, "Oh, she still have the chicken." I never even Yes, we're still eating on it. I never even told her that I drove off with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even brought that up to her. I'll have to tell her. Maybe, that maybe, too. Uh, maybe no, 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 no. she'll it. get it. She'll she'll laugh.
1: I I'm gonna I th- I have her number. I'm gonna text her before if you.
2: <laughs> if you had been dating and not married in like only like the six month area, you're probably not bringing that up, right? You're like, you know oh no, 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 I love telling like I. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Do you know how excited I was to tell this story <laughs> on this podcast? <laughs> telling the stupid things I do is like one of my favorite things. Nice. Yeah. I there's. Yeah, like you said, you just got to laugh at yourself
2: in a way that's, yeah, that's that's the
0: smart move. Yeah, yeah. Just don't take yourself too seriously is the, the end of it. All right, uh, last thing is Meat Processors Academy Mastermind Program open for registration. So it says registration to participate in a year-long online course designed for operators of small meat and poultry processing companies is currently open for a limited, uh, limited number of participants the American Association of Meat Processors, AMP, announced on November 21st. The Meat Processors Academy Mastermind Program is being offered by an industry consortium that includes AMP, kitchen table consultants, and the Niche Meat Processors Assistant Network. It is described as immersive peer learning experience to address business and operational challenges. So, um, first of all, that uh, Niche Meat Processors Association, that's uh, Rebecca Thistlewaite, who's been on the podcast before, and she is about as smart as they come. So anybody who's listening who wants some help uh, on how they should be running their business, I would look into that because what's smart people. What's the homework for that course, you think? Do you think
2: mm. it's a lot of like, go watch... Meat Gistics and uh, no,
0: no, 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 no. It better not be any go watch meatistics. Gistics. Um, or it's like that's their light homework. It's probably a bunch of like studies on things like not necessarily regenerative farming, but like newer practices that are people are implementing. Oh, to, just
2: getting used to the current state of mm-hmm. how things are ran.
0: Because so, right uh, now, if you owned like a small uh farm where you did your own processing, or like were associated with your processing, the smartest thing you could do is start like regenerative farming, Mm. because that is the next big thing that all of these people are going to want their meat to come from a regenerative farm. And honestly, we talked about it. It was like the second or third episode. We did like a a deep dive in regenerative farming. And since then, I've found it to be a really interesting topic. Uh, What is his name? Keanu Reeves. No, close to that, though. He was a child star. Um, Okay. He was in Baywatch. Like the new Baywatch with uh, the rock Zach Efron. Zach Efron. He has a show on Netflix called something. Sorry, I know that's super informative, but it's where he and a buddy like go all around the world, like looking at different health practices and stuff. Oh yeah, he just got, so they I did season two of that, and one of them was on regenerative farming. And I think my wife just loves Zach Efron. Like <laughs> I think she just likes looking at him. But I found like all the things they were talking about super interesting. Yeah. So um, something
2: for everybody. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> if you like Zach Efron. He's a he's gonna play a wrestler in some in a in some movie they're doing about the Von Ericks. I know that means nothing to you, but so totally, he got absolutely jacked though. He he was ridiculously jacked in Baywatch. He almost looks like he's like auditioning to be like Lou Ferrigno before he was like the Hulk or something. So the hair is ridiculous.
0: They accused him of having uh some sort of like Facelift or something. Mm, yeah. But he actually broke his jaw yep. and had to change the way he chewed. And he put on so much muscle in his jaw from how he was having to chew. Wow. That it changed the actual. Yeah. It's like a square. It's his ridiculous. Whole face. Well, I think it's ridiculous. Or they actually, they
2: replaced them, you know. Right. This is the next guy. Yep. Yep. This is the Michael Jackson
0: Pepsi. He, beer, yeah. Right? He got a little too big for his britches. So <laughs> he we had to, too,
2: yeah. He got a little too famous. It's like, hey, you stay in your lane with comedies. They got his like, clone
0: oh, out of the vat but it was a little too early so the face hadn't fully formed
2: That's what it was. <laughs> it's on, yeah it's like a it's like the opposite of mini me he's like and he's any <laughs>
0: and he's eight fifths your size <laughs> 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 all right um if you've made it all the way this far just in case you didn't sign up for our uh thing what is it our newsletter Um, We have a newsletter? Well, whatever you want to call our mailing list. (laughs) TG10 is the coupon code that will get you 10% off anything that's not on sale in Waltons.com. We're also doing free shipping all the way through to Cyber Monday. Free standard shipping. So if you buy something that has a surcharge on it, you're paying that. That was a problem. How (laughs) we did it initially, wasn't doing that. By the way, that
2: code again is TG10 as in uh, Thanksgiving 10, right? Yep. Tom Gary.
0: Yeah. tg and then one, zero tiger 10. No, no, don't confuse them. <laughs> and capitalization doesn't matter. So Perfect. there you go. Go enjoy. I awesome. uh, hope you guys all have a, or had at this point, um, a happy Thanksgiving.
2: Guys, you hear the the thunderous roar?
0: The applause? No.
2: Is that applause? No. I heard your, your first fit, like a, like Jurassic Park. I haven't done it. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't done oh, it. Oh no, it just happened. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb.
0: Uh, what Patrick is alluding to is the fact that I have a tendency to hit the table really hard right, at the end of the he de- podcast.
2: He death rattles when he's ready to go, but it's cool. We'll make it work, so. You scare me with that.
0: No, I should scare <laughs> you with this. What's even funny is this is two to maybe three inches shorter than the one I have on the side of my driver's seat car. <laughs> so it is just really a big hunk of metal that I paid way too much money for.
2: I love how, oh. like, you, you
0: it's. <laughs> Did you actually
2: say how much you paid for it? No. No? Okay. Wait, so <laughs> my
0: wife might listen to this. That ain't going to happen.
2: I love how, like, if there was an emergency on the outside of your car, though, you'd have to jump in through your driver's side to drive <laughs> through your passenger side to get the knife on your driver's side. <laughs> Hold
0: on, run around. <laughs> Shows a <the> knife. <laughs> yes, <laughs> oh,
2: yes,
0: yes. I'm a oh, weird person. Perfect. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
2: Thanks for checking out the Meat Gistics podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltons.com. To get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.